listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, a little greeting St. Francis would always give at the beginning of his preaching. May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Um, there'll be a few ideas in the homily that are a repeat of my homily here on Ash Wednesday. So please forgive me if you were here. Um, so we're a few days into Lent. How's it going? <laughs> 40 days feels like a long time right now, doesn't it? Um, I just love this first Sunday of Lent. Um, in the liturgical season, Holy Mother Church has pulled together for us some of the most important passages in the whole Bible. Starting from Ash Wednesday to today through the rest of the season, um, we, if you're attentive to the readings, you'll have a chance to get so many of the most important, I mean the whole Bible's important, but some of the most important key passages. Um, it's just so wonderful to, to revisit that every year. And um, in today's gospel, we have Mark's version of Jesus going into the desert. Um, it says here that the Spirit drove Jesus into the desert. That's a very curious detail. Um, we know that Jesus was baptized and immediately he is led, he's guided, he's driven by the Holy Spirit into the desert for 40 days, a 40-day retreat. And we know in the Bible that the number 40 days is very important. Jesus, in his very life, he's reliving the history of his people. Remember, the Israelites had traveled for 40 years through the desert when they left the land of slavery, the land of Egypt, on the way to the promised land. And so Jesus is like reliving that in his own life. And I was thinking, in the first reading, we had the story of Noah. And in that story, there was 40 days of rain and flooding. And in my mind, I thought, that's a very interesting kind of prayer image, huh? On the one hand, 40 days of a flood, a deluge of water. And on another hand, 40 days of the desert. How different the, you know, the sand, the dry, the aridity of the desert. And yet somehow they're both kind of, Jesus is kind of bringing both of those stories into his own story. And he, um, so a point I made on Ash Wednesday, which is a point I'd like to make today as well, is that at the beginning of Lent, we often ask ourselves questions, what am I gonna do for Lent, right? So there's, there's a Catholic kind of devotion, we're gonna do something. We have prayer, almsgiving, and fasting, but we, different practices, different devotions, different things like people do in the season of Lent. It's the church giving us the 40 days of Lent is we are now reliving the life of Jesus. This is our chance to metaphorically go into the desert for 40 days 
as we prepare our hearts to celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus at Easter. But I would propose that we also, we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you here at the beginning of Lent, it's still the beginning, take a moment to pray to the Holy Spirit to be led, to be guided. What do I need to do for Lent? Lead me, guide me, inspire me. Um, I don't know about you, I've had many Lents where I thought, oh, that was horrible, what happened? And I've had other Lents when I thought, that was really wonderful. And the wonderful Lents were the ones when I had the time at the beginning to pray to the Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me, drive me into this desert, inspire me and what I need to do. Um, So yeah, that's a piece of advice for the homily today is take a moment to really pray to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit, guide me what I should be doing this Lent, these 40 days. Um, Now, here's where it gets interesting. In um, the other versions of this story, we are told about the temptations the devil gave to Jesus, remember? He's quoting scripture to Jesus and Jesus is encountering him. Well, one of those temptations has to do with throw yourself down from the temple. Now, I was in the Holy Land several times and I'll never forget the first time I was in the Holy Land, I saw the place where Jesus went into the desert. So he was baptized on the Jordan River, very close to the city of Jericho. And then as you go past Jericho, there's an area of kind of desert. And that's where Jesus went. And did you know that there is a monastery there now? In this, there are like caves in this like cliff. And I thought, wow, how wild would it be to do a retreat at that monastery, huh? in the place where Jesus spent this time battling the devil and praying and fasting. And um, there's, a, there's like a cable car that can take you up there now. And uh, so you see the, the monastery in the, you can look it up on Google, you can see pictures of it. And uh, right next to it, there's some kind of a modern building. I don't know if there's like a cafeteria there. So anyways, the, the pilgrims were asking me, well, what's that modern building? And I was like, oh, maybe that's like a casino. <laughs> that's the Mount of Temptation. Maybe there's, it's a, House of ill repute. I'll, I'll leave it that way. Okay, <laughs> you know well, that's uh, Mount of Temptation. Whoa! And um, anyway, side note: I love to pray the temptation of Jesus in my rosary. It's like, how did that not become one of the mysteries of the rosary? What a great mystery! Um, okay, so in the other versions of this story, we're told of the actual temptations the devil suggested to Jesus. And um, one of them was he took Jesus to the parapet of the temple that's in Jerusalem. And he told Jesus, throw yourself down. For it says in the Psalms that God will not allow his blessed one to trip. And God, and then Jesus replies, it also says in the Bible, you should not put the Lord your God to the test, you know. Well, I had an experience in that place which is just crazy and funny and scary. Um, So later on in the pilgrimage, you make your way to Jerusalem. And one of those mornings, we were able to go up. The temple is gone. It got destroyed in 70 AD, but there's a huge platform up where the temple was. It's called the Temple Mount. You may have seen the Dome of the Rock, the Golden Mosque that's there now. And so we went up there to look around and to pray. And the night before, I had a horrible demonic dream where the evil spirits were attacking me. And um, I was like, whoa. So we we get up to this temple mount 
where the temple had been, where the devil had took Jesus. And uh, we were up there for maybe one hour. And during that hour, I was so deeply harassed by evil spirits. It was unbelievable. As soon as we got up there, there were all kinds of groups up there. And there were, there were some groups, I don't want to say who they were, but there was a different religion than us. And they started screaming at us in Arabic, get out of here, get out of here. It was like the weirdest thing. And then um, the soldiers, there's Palestinian soldiers up there, they kept coming up to me and like yelling at me in Arabic. It was so weird. I wasn't even doing anything, I promise. So there was some kind of presence of the devil up there. And I went over to the spot where the parapet was. It's the southwest corner of this Temple Mount is this place where the devil brought Jesus and the devil told him to jump. And I had this hilarious idea. I was like standing there and it's really high up. There's like a cliff and you're in, and I thought, maybe I'll jump. And I thought, you know, uh, probably what would happen is I would die and then I would go to purgatory for a long time and then for the rest of eternity, this is my mind, the rest of eternity, when people saw me in heaven, they'd be like, hey, you remember when the devil told Jesus to jump from the temple? That guy over there did it. <laughs> you know, like, for all eternity, I'd be like, I did, I did. So that must have been a temptation as well. It's a crazy idea. Um, so anyways, I, I tell you that story because Certainly it's true that in Lent, we focus on spiritual warfare, that the demons are real and they do tempt us. And so Lent, a theme of Lent is Jesus went to the desert for 40 days to pray and fast and do spiritual combat with the devil. So we also, and, and I, I wanna say that because I think that for many modern people, we struggle to understand what that means with technology and science and you know all these advancements we have, so many people don't think the devil exists, but he does. And I just wanna conclude with another story which kind of brings it all together. Um, several years ago, I was a chaplain at our youth center in the Bronx. So we, we work with the poor in, in the South Bronx and um, I was waiting on Ash Wednesday for the kids to arrive and I was gonna be available for confession. And I probably had maybe 20 minutes where I was just sitting there by myself. And I had this inspiration to pray to the Holy Spirit, guide me in what I should do for this Lent. So I said that prayer, guide me. And I looked over to the bookshelf and I see all these Bibles on the bookshelf. And I thought, you know what? Let me grab the Bible and just do a random open and see if the Lord has a word for me. Sometimes people call that Bible roulette. And I grabbed a Bible and I opened it up and in the Bible was this little handwritten note. And it really just surprised me. I want to read it to you. It's written by a teenager. And the teenager wrote, what if a person sits in adoration and really tries to pray, but doesn't feel like anything is happening, like they are not important so God doesn't need to answer. And um, knowing these kids, I just felt so deeply the pain of this note and I carried it in my pocket over my heart for the rest of the Lent, praying for whoever this is. But then also the Holy Spirit led me to pray for all of the people who feel that way. And that is a temptation from the devil. You don't matter. God doesn't have to answer you. 
And through that Lent, I was every day praying for these, anybody who's feeling that. And that entire Lent, the Lord kept having me cross paths with people who were struggling with depression and despair and temptation to suicide. And I was able to speak to them the truth that you do matter and that God does love you and he does hear your prayer. So um, that story for me really brings it together. You know, uh, that there is spiritual warfare, there is temptation from the devil. We are in the desert to do spiritual combat and that the Holy Spirit, if we are open, the Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us how we should spend these days as we prepare our hearts for the celebration of the victory of Jesus over sin and death and the devil, his death and his resurrection, the new life in the Holy Spirit that is ours, that is ours. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans Thank you.